It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List, hosted by your two friendly neighborhood nerds. My name is Lex. And I'm Simon. Uh, welcome back, guys. What's up, Simon? Uh, I, I was waiting until you put that to your mouth. <laughs> yeah, when he, he used to be a waiter. <laughs> know exactly when he come by. Uh, what did you ask me? I asked how are you on? doing. Yeah. I'm all right. Good. I'm doing okay. Uh, like we were talking about before we started recording the audio version of this podcast, it's just been a weird day. I, my kids are out of school all week for Thanksgiving break, and um, I didn't realize how much attention they need during the day because I get rid of them for half of the day. <laughs> So they get tired at school and then come home so yeah it's been fun <clears throat> i bet yeah anytime i try to do anything it's just like hey 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 I need, i'm just like dude you guys daddy are, dad you guys are old enough to like do stuff now so dad get out of my face and i lock myself in in the cat's room dad barricade the wall with, a, with my computer desk <laughs> <laughs> it's like a zombie apocalypse in here that's <laughs> all I remember seeing a YouTube video that like this lady was like, I just, I'm just in, in the closet. I just want to enjoy my gummy bears. And the kid was like, can I have some? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> uh, too uh, funny, man. Well, there's, been, there's been a few uh, nerd trending topics that have come out, but I honestly just grabbed a few. I didn't want to talk too long about it because um, we can go on like we can talk about it forever we can talk about all kinds of things forever and we don't want this to be another last week i think it was two hours i think i thought last week was a little faster but maybe i'm wrong it was like 145 so yeah i guess a little faster <laughs> faster than two and a half yeah hey man whatever i i mean i liked it i really enjoyed that last episode i had it you know it edited down to maybe 120 our folks can listen to our podcast good all the way up until a new one comes out, you know, in little yeah. bites. That's what, <laughs> so I mean, that's what I do, honestly. Always with them. Um, but yeah, let's just kick it off, man. Um, I didn't, again, I never put these in order. I kind of like that, that, but it also kind of annoys me as well. <laughs> it's just myself. It's like a little, nah, like a little way to piss my future self off. Just like, here you go, man. You're going to love this letter. <laughs> Sabotage. <laughs> Actor Richard Grant has been rumored to be cast in the upcoming Loki show and playing classic Yoki. Yo- Cla- <laughs> classic Yoki. <laughs> I don't know, Yoki. <laughs> classic Loki. And so people are thinking that it, it's going to be like a council of Lokis. It's happened in, uh, I think, during Siege, Marvel's Siege event a few years ago. Hmm. But they have the Lady Loki <laughs> and they had Kid Loki and then they hmm. had like old Loki. So People are thinking that they're going to do something like that in this. You know, he is a time-displaced Loki, so maybe he has to, I don't know, com- you know, communicate with this council of Loki. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? They're just ripping it straight off of Rip- Rick and Morty. That's yeah. what they're doing. They are. I really, it's not that I don't have interest in this show. <clears throat> it's that Loki is one of those characters for me in the MCU that is extremely overhyped people love him and he has to be and everything i'm just like he's okay yeah but like like whenever they had the big reveal in the second one where he was odin at the end or what the spoiler alert yeah <laughs> if you haven't and, seen the worst story yeah. people were like so excited about him just like that's dumb <clears throat> why why did they even need to put him in this movie right i don't uh, like <laughs> or he was in that movie right as he was yeah. in the movie the whole time and died right 
but then he wasn't dead. Yeah, Nicole hates that actor. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, and she's like, why do people think he's attractive? Why do people think he's attractive? He looks like an elf. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, any thoughts on the Loki movie? Uh, no. <laughs> I honestly don't have a lot of interest in it because I'm I'm with you. I don't like I don't care for that character. Yeah. He's always been a villain and when he comes back it's like, "Oh, uh not right now. I'm kind of, I'm good right now." It's a, yeah. it's like I appreciate in uh Thor Ragnarok when it's like, you know, we just keep doing this. We just yeah. keep doing this. Uh Yeah, they're back and forth is really good in that movie. But him and in Endgame, it was like this small redemption arc before he gets fucking bitch choked out by Thanos. Like, ah, uh, yeah, good riddance. Yeah, because he was like the event in the comics. He's the Avengers' first villain, really. He makes the Hulk fight the Avengers, and that's the whole premise. Like, he's a bad guy, and he's a good bad guy. You know what I mean? I feel like comic books a lot lately. They get these characters that do well on TV or movies, like Loki or like Deathstroke. In the you know, I guess he was popular in the Arrowverse shows, and then again in Titans. And then in the comic books, they have to make them an anti-hero. So it's like now Deathstroke's kind of good, but he's he's not. He's like a bad guy. I don't know if I've made this joke before, but it, uh, I think that's what David Carradine died of—a Deathstroke. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> and you have made that. <laughs> But he's, I like, and I already knew you were going to say that whenever you started laughing. As as I said uh, oh, better man. than a death stroke, which is when you can't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I mean, I, I just don't get it. These characters are good villains. I don't understand that. Now, Namor is a little different. He's not, he was never really a villain. He was a good guy who did bad stuff. Yeah. Isn't he just protecting yeah. the sanctity of He just cares about whatever. his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. His winged feet. I think and Doom is a bad guy who's pretty much always bad, but just so happens to help good guys when it interests hit you know him as well. Yeah, I think I think uh, and I'm this is obvious to you know whatever, but I, they just become popular, and so they're like, well, we got to keep them in there. We can't kill them off like we do all these other villains. Yeah. So let's find a way to. We can't sell going. toys to kids. Kids don't buy bad guys. We can't sell toys to 30-year-olds if <laughs> <laughs> if they're evil. I don't want that evil one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got next? Wonder Woman. This is news broke like six hours after we recorded last week's episode. So you've already heard it. I shouldn't even have put it in here. But I want to hear your thoughts on it. Wonder Woman 1984 will be released concurrently in theaters and on hbo max for no extra charge on christmas day what do you think about that i'm ex- i'm excited about it i think uh, yeah i like the wonder woman movies they're not the best best but they're the best of the dc for sure got going on and i like gal i like looking at gal gadot she's Gad- a pretty lady <laughs> and uh i think she does a good job so i'm excited to see it um and it might be a train wreck but at least we don't have to pay for it and yeah <clears throat> nicole was surprised that they're doing it without charging anything on top but i think maybe they're thinking it'll pull people in for more exclusive yeah. stuff i think so i've i've heard people on the internet i've listened to some podcast a nerd podcast that 
that say that they weren't getting Disney that for or not Disney, but for months now that they weren't getting HBO Max until the Snyder Cut comes out. Which for me, that's I'm probably going to cancel mine when that comes out. <laughs> Just out of spite, <laughs> but uh, I would imagine that it's it's one of those things. Like you know, they're trying to like Disney has Mandalorian that brings people in. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're trying to build people. They they can make probably break even. They're going to make money off of it. Yeah, because once it gets to well, I don't know if people if people that buy physical media, you know. Yeah, that's true. They'll they'll buy it. Um, I'm excited for it, honestly. Um, I think I just, I think it's gonna be good. I think I just really want to watch something superhero for so yeah. like it's yeah. like uh, the monkey on my back. I quit heroin yeah. a couple of months ago, but I still got the itch, <laughs> you know. I've been needing some superhero movies in my life. You know, people come. I think this is a really thing that this is good though this year was good in that sense because the, you know, the fatigue was, was real. Like a bunch of movies were coming out, a bunch of movies were slated to come out. And I had even said before, like uh, I mentioned it probably on Twitter or something that like what DC needs to do if they really want to bounce back is take a year off. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Marvel really wants to get over this fatigue hump, they just need to take a year off. Don't release anything for a year. And it just worked. Now everybody is chomping at the bit for it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's good. I think next year is going to be an overload. It, even though I don't think it's going to be cleared up n- enough for next year to be as many movies as, as we think we're going to get, I think it's going to be the fall season before we really get a, a decent schedule of things and people feel comfortable going out. I think that people need to accept a new reality, honestly. I yeah. think that these studios, they're, they've sunk a lot of money into these movies and I understand that they want to recoup, but there may not ever be way for them to do that and the way things are right now we don't know yeah they're not the only people that are affected you know i mean there's all kinds of businesses that just are gone now so they should like you said accept the reality that that is a possibility yeah it's funny that you said that because disney plus has they've gone on record saying that they're shifting all of most of their focus to their streaming service rather than their movies which makes sense yeah i know like like my wife really enjoys going to the movies. I know a lot of people that enjoy that movie environment, but mm-hmm. and I like it that you're uh, kind of absorbed into what yeah. you're watching. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're at home, you get distracted, you feel Easily. it's okay to get on your phone, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate that about movie theaters, but I much rather just be at home <laughs> than a dirty ass <laughs> movie theater. But yeah especially as expensive as it is uh, it is expensive that is one thing it's very expensive i like going to the movies for that same reason it and especially because i you know my family there's so many different situations for me to miss something or not what like not be really in the moment mm-hmm. uh, whether my kids are off doing something or my wife is needing something but at the movies it's pretty much everybody is focused in and there's minimal you know, distractions just yeah. like you mentioned so I do like it for that. And plus it's like nah, two hours where no one's talking to me usually. <laughs> so, it's funny. Uh, so I'm the opposite where I'm like, damn, that's two hours lost out of my day. I could be doing nothing important. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm going to be sculpting something or changing the world. <laughs> I could be playing two more hours of a video game, but yeah. um, I, I do, I do miss it. And I kind of, one thing that I really appreciated about my PSVR when I had one 
was that you could watch like Netflix and it was it was cool because you're just there you know it yeah, was that like, is pretty cool it was like being in a movie theater or looking at like a 70 inch TV you know or whatever that's why I've always thought about getting the Oculus or something like that for that same because they were doing uh, basketball <laughs> games on there and um, mm-hmm. like different live events yeah yeah it's cool it's very interesting my wife's like a an old ass lady though. I swear she's like 200 years old. She's like, no, you can't get one of those things because then you're just going to be stuck in that all day. Like I'm just going to disconnect from the world like the Matrix. Or we, have, <laughs> we have an internal joke because uh, one time I was playing a game or something and Nicole was like, are you watching one of those video games in there? And I was like, watching a video game? Am I in there playing a video game? Yes, that's what I'm doing. So she now. makes it seem like I'm gonna be straight black mirror and just zombie down, <laughs> just, just like emaciated and jacking yeah. it the whole time yeah. right in the middle of the living room. I don't think it works like that. Plus, I get motion sickness. I I'm motion sick from this, from recording this podcast. I move around a lot. I know. I do too. I'm this fancy swiveling chair. <laughs> yeah, look at us. Look at what we're doing. <laughs> oh man! All right, back on topic. Uh, so we saw the first batch of Miss Marvel set photos. Some people are really some. I, there was a guy online that was like, "Not feeling it, man. That costume looks dumb." And I'm like, "Hey, dude, think about it. That looks like Halloween." Yeah. <laughs> There's like other people dressed like the guy she's with is dressed up in like a really crappy, uh, like something you know, scientist. Yeah, costume. I couldn't figure <laughs> what the hell he was, but it's yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that guy's not a scientist. <laughs> He's like 12. Well, the yeah, the the helmet thing that she was wearing, that was like an obvious toy. Like it was yeah. like a toy. Yeah, I was like, come on, man, that's not gonna be her suit in the fucking movie. And if it is, I'm gonna laugh. Or in the show, I'm gonna laugh. But I really don't think they're gonna sink a million dollars or millions of dollars into that. I appreciate it. I am kind of worried about the CGI aspects of her powers. Yeah, because it's going to be pretty heavy. Uh, yeah, there's even some stuff, like you can always tell, even the last episode of The Mandalorian, and I'm not ragging on the special effects team. They do an amazing job. But there's this like uncanny valley, like the way things move, that'll always mm-hmm. cue you in. And there was one stormtrooper when all the scout troopers like took off from that tower Yeah, when they were chasing after him that he just looked all too wobbly, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the point being, I, I'm afraid that it might look like I hope they use a lot of heavy shadows and like everything yeah. happens at night or something. Well, you know, I go back and I watch the, and this is a weird thing, but I go back and I watch the Fantastic Four movie often, like the first one, because I really like it. Um, but the CGI is so bad. And like when he's using, like when Mr. Fantastic is using his powers, he first gets it. And they're trying to break into the room where Ben Grimm is transforming the monster sequence. They can't unlock the door and he flattens his hand and goes <laughs> underneath the door. But it just looks so bad, like Disney Channel CGI. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, if this movie was made now, it would be way better. But like, then I think, what if? Because sometimes yeah, if you, it's like really heavy CGI, it's, it's jarring. Yeah, I don't know if it would be better. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm excited about this show. And I think I'm just excited about everything because this past year, all we've had is The Mandalorian, really. Yeah, which is good. But but it, is, it is very good. And we'll talk about that during the Mandalorian Minute. Mandalorian <laughs> Minute. All right, moving on. Hawkeye started filming. 
which we only got a picture of Jeremy Renner's face. He was bloody. He had his eye, eyebrow bandaged, which looks like the Hawkeye Matt Fraction comic where uh, you were introduced to the younger Hawkeye. So that could be cool. I'm kind of mm. indifferent about Hawkeye in the MCU. I don't hate him, and I, I just he's just kind of there. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't really yeah. do anything. Hopefully this lets him shine a little bit. I, I would appreciate that. Yeah. And the WandaVision, we got some more set photos from that. We're getting more stuff from it. I'm just like, damn, man, just stop. We got a date. It's in January, right? January yeah, it is something. in January. I'm just like, all right, we'll just stop. It's only like a month and a half, two months away. Let's just cool the brakes. <laughs> something that I did think was cool, though, today they announced that it was going to They have, I think, two episodes that are going to be filmed like the office with mm-hmm. kind of like the shaky cam and then the interviews at the, the, the pan and zoom show my dad calls it yeah and modern family is another one it's kind mm-hmm. of like that uh which i love both of those shows so i'm excited about that yeah uh, I, I i think this show is gonna be cool because we ha- we didn't really get to see much from either one of these characters in all of the movies mm-hmm. besides age of ultron was kind of vision heavy but still yeah, you had to watch it. It was very yeah. vision heavy. Yeah, you had to you had to have your eyes open. You your vision. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for that. Any thoughts on any of the updated WandaVision stuff? No, I I, I think I, I am glad that they're moving through. I think it's going to be a neat show. I genuinely am excited about it. I like I love uh, the kind of bent reality idea that mm-hmm. it seems to be going through, whether it's all in her mind or what. And I'm I'm curious about the uh, about Vision, you know, where he is and all this. Yeah, because he's dead. Yeah, you know, so it's gonna be cool to see how she brings him back. And when she brings him back, does it have to, anything to do with the Mind Stone that the stones are supposed to be destroyed, or the Soul Stone, whatever one they used to bring him to life? I think he had the Mind Stone. Well, it was you know it was in his head, so. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much why he was alive. I know they were in the process of separating, but they didn't. Yeah, man, he just got straight crushed. It's sad in his head. <laughs> it's yeah. sad to see that because he he so daintily grabs it, but then <laughs> crushes. And then his head is just like imploded. Dude. It's <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in that movie, man. Because it's like you said, it's so it's sad because this guy is a robot, even though you know he can feel or whatever. But. Well, and he was that whole movie. It's like, dude, he was a badass in Age of Ultron, and now he's yeah. a boogity bitch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm thinking Ultron's going to come back in this movie, which really? I would appreciate a lot. If he came back in the TV show? Yeah, the, at least a reference of him. Maybe not full-on CGI uh, Spader. Is that his last name? James Spader, yeah. Yeah, maybe not full-on, but I feel like they're going to make a reference of him not being gone completely. Mm, that would people be interesting. Hate Age of, people hate Age of Ultron. I actually really enjoy that movie. I do, too. And it would make sense because you don't actually see what happens to Ultron. No, they just destroy that last drone. But like, if he's in that last drone, well, you don't even be... see that. It's just a flash yeah. of light. Yeah, it's true. So and my thing is like, if Vision comes back, there could be a possible reasoning for Ultron to also come back. Yes, if Vision and... comes back. So I'm excited about that. That is all for that as far as the disney plus shows which god man come on this were, they were all supposed to come out this year i think 
Mm. At least Winter Soldier and Falcon or whatever. That's why it's fun. It's funny that they're doing all this and they haven't really updated on Winter Soldier or Falcon. I think it's because they can't put too much out because it ha- it ties to Black Widow. Mm. Oh, I think it has. I think it has some serious ties to Black Widow in it, and uh, I think they can't talk about it. Did your person at Marvel tell you that? <laughs> no, that guy didn't have any contacts. He just catches the news faster than I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. So yeah, uh, but they also Disney said that they had no plans on you know because a lot of people were like, "Hey, they're releasing Wonder Woman. Are you guys going to release Black Widow?" But they said they have no plans to do that. Uh, like, at this point, you should probably do it. Yeah, dude, I I really want to see that movie now. I they, don't know why. See, unlike HBO, Disney has that thirty dollar package, that premium package, which <clears throat> I would probably pay it. I would to see, see that. It's, yeah. As much as I'd hate to say it, I would. I would. I paid it. I paid it to see Mulan with my family. So, and you keep. So is that? I think you explained it to me before, but like, okay, you paid thirty dollars. Does that mean you would be able to watch Black Widow? I think so. Okay, <laughs> that's what I bought it under the intention of doing. Mm-hmm. And so I hope so. Hmm. I'd be really pissed if I paid thirty dollars just to watch Mulan. Not saying the movie was absolutely terrible, but it was not good. <laughs> so, all right. So, Deadpool three, we've got a confirmation that it's being developed. Uh, it's going to be rated R, so that's good. Mm-hmm. The previous writers from the first two are gone, though. They're bringing in Wendy and Lizzie Molyneux, that are writers from Bob's Burgers, which is a great show. Yeah, and they're going to officially write the script. And Ryan Reynolds is part of the creative team. Yeah, so they lost the director, mm-hmm. and now they've lost the writers. They said that the the door was open for the same guy to come in and direct, but they don't think he's going to do it. Tim Miller? Uh, whatever. Oh, no, that was the guy for <laughs> Deadpool 1, Tim Miller. Yeah, whoever did the Deadpool for the second, I can't remember his name. Mm. They said the door was open for him to come back, but they don't think he's going to since they got rid of the writers. Mm. So wonder why they got rid of him. I don't know, man try to be more inclusive i don't i really have no idea i like that wasn't funny enough <laughs> we need I more watched it references yesterday, man. it really wasn't that bad it was actually pretty funny i like that movie what deadpool 2 i watched it last yeah. week when i was taking yeah. photos so i really like that movie <laughs> i like it a lot i'm a big i like cable not yeah. cable tv but the character cable and i feel like they did a pretty good job and it's a deadpool movie too it, it's, it was funny I mean, yeah. honestly, some of my favorite, I've, we've all discussed this, but my favorite part was like, <laughs> you play, you killed black Tom Cassidy, you racist. Like that was such, yeah. such a stupid throwaway yeah. line. Yeah. White Wade Wilson. You know, like, <laughs> so, some, yeah, so funny. Uh, <laughs> I liked Juggernaut in that. Some people did like Juggernaut in that, but yeah. I, I hated I, Juggernaut so much in X3. Oh, yeah. Was he X3? Yeah. Yep. Vinnie Jones played him in X3. And I feel like this was just a significant upgrade, even though it wasn't necessarily good. No, it, it's it, just an improvement from the last one. I, I, I thought it was okay, but it was still like the CGI was a little low budge. He was out of proportions as a person, I think. Big dumb. What threw big me dumb. off? I mean, just as a big person, he was still yeah. like everything was wrong. They took like a Pixar animated person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he looked like Wreck It Ralph <laughs> with the helmet on. Yes. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> Drankage. Drankage. All right, so um, we got a little bit of Black Panther news. 
which I think it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. So Marvel Studios is reportedly in talks with an actor from Narcos, Mexico. His name is Tanak Huerta to play one of the antagonists in Black Panther 2. Hmm. Honestly, I have no idea who it could be. Um, so I guess we'll just wait and see. Uh, sh- we also got news that the actress, I don't even know how, how to say her first name. Uh, the chick that played Shuri. Leticia. Boom. Leticia Wright. That's her name. And she is reportedly going to take a more prominent role, which obviously she's going to assume the mantle of Black Panther because they said they had no interest or plans to CGI him in it. Uh, I'm glad because that would be awful. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need Grand Moff Tarkin. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be so bad. And with Grand Moff, it was good until... Until he was in the movie for until he showed back up and yeah. was like, "Oh, He's why like are you a main character? Main like, character. You're dead." <laughs> <laughs> and he wins a Grammy. That'd be great. It's like <laughs> I've seen you die in the movie <laughs> and in real life, and you're back. Yeah, this makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> They're reportedly going to start filming in Atlanta, July 2021. I take all these dates and stuff with a grain of salt because, like you said before, we don't know what's going to be happening next summer, man. Honestly, at this point, I just hate announcements altogether. (laughs) I don't like news like this is interesting and I crave it. Like I surf Reddit hoping to see some headline that I, you know, but once I see it, I'm like, bullshit, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As far as the dates go, whenever they say dates, I'm just like, ah, I believe it when I see it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, another announcement is Chris Pratt is going to be in Thor 4 and they're saying that Thor 4 is going to have an Avengers 5 feel which to me is kind of like eh. they should say a Civil War feel yeah because I imagine it's going to be right? Guardians and Thor yeah like if Chris Pratt's in it it's not Dave Batista's is going to be in it uh, Gamora probably is going to be in it Dave Batista was in one episode of um what we do in the shadows and it was great like i like him a lot that was that well he was funny but not only that like that episode was ridiculous it was like all these random but it was funny to see him because i'm like when was yeah (laughs) just random so i'm excited about that thor 4 to me it's going to take away a little bit from the jane foster story i feel like that should be a main focus if she's going to be in it Mm mm-hmm but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they have planned. I honestly have no idea. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Chris Pratt's gonna be in it though. So, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of like, do whatever you want. I don't yeah. care. Uh, the the last Thor was great. End game is over with. I don't give a shit what you do with the Marvel universe anymore. Yeah. Just, you know. You know what really, because I'm the same with you. I was, I didn't care. I didn't care. I don't really care about, I, I do care about Spider-Man. I don't really care about Doctor Strange 2. Uh, I think it's going to be too big. I, I don't care about a lot of those things. But what really piqued my interest is something that's not going to happen for who knows when is they announced Blade, mm-hmm. which to me, if they did the whole Midnight Suns, Blade, Ghost Rider, I'll think that would be something that interests me. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's never going to happen. That movie's not coming out. What, Blade or Midnight Suns? Blade. I thought all he's going to be dead before that movie comes out. <laughs> what if they, What if it dropped tomorrow? What if a trailer dropped tomorrow? They're like, oh, yeah, we, we finished that. I would throw up in my lap. I'm, 
I'm hoping to get a I'm hoping to get a blade mess coats on my Christmas list. Oh. All right, so we're done with my news. Let's talk a little bit about figures for a second because uh there's a lot that I've been wanting to see. Mainly that Ghost Rider. Yeah, dude. Uh it's funny. It's so somehow I just dropped in the middle of this community. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize mescos were such a big deal. Like well, once you told me that that one was, you know, going up on the market at some points at some places for three hundred dollars, I was like, okay, well, yeah, I didn't. This has a significant fan base. Yeah, I didn't realize that their own branded stuff was so sought after, and it's funny because like their other stuff is, but not to the same extent. Yeah, not nearly as much, or not. I would say nearly as much, but not as much. Yeah, and uh, now I'm in this community like Mesco uh, collectors, and like another one where it's like buy, sell, collect, whatever. And uh, a lot of people are like, yeah, no, I'm not getting that shit. Not for 240 bucks. I'm like, dude, y'all are selling these Gomez <laughs> figures for 300 on this group. Like, yeah. but I kind of understand because he doesn't come with a lot. Like he has it's because a, of the bike, right? Yeah. He has this light up bike that makes sounds, but who cares about yeah, yeah, something? Yeah. I don't, I almost just wouldn't even care about the bike. Cause you can get like a yes. prop bike. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, Yes, 100%. And even if they made a bike that I wish if it had lights, okay, one thing, I don't need sounds. Nobody's yeah. nobody's like, oh, dude, check this out. <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> like, I just don't know. Yeah. They're not for kids. But don't don't at me, Mesco. I love your stuff. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I that's a little ridiculous. It, it's still on my list, but not not right now. I looked at, you know, and I was just like, I am a huge Ghost Rider fan. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, I need something to get this, man, so I can feel like I, I got it. And then I was looking online, which is weird because I have like this, this, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's like secondhand smoke. Oh, it's it's <laughs> like why people watch un, unboxing videos because yeah. it, it's so the now, same satisfaction. Now I'm looking online for it because you were like, I'll just find a cheaper one version of Ghost Rider. And so I'm looking online at like multiple Ghost Rider toys. Uh, and they just are don't, they're just not the same. They're just don't. No, compare. they're nowhere, nowhere near as nice no. as that one. There yeah. was a Marvel Select one that came out. It was really detailed a few years ago, but even that one, I saw it out of box. It just looks gangly. Yeah, I had one. Like a Woody doll that was like weirdly puppeteering. <laughs> I had one that was, what's your favorite Ghost Rider? Not the Tradmore. Denny, Denny Kitch. Okay. So the second I, one. Yeah, I had marvel select of that one that i really liked mm-hmm. but even that i was looking somebody was selling it for like 30 something yeah i was I looking at like 25 30 yeah and i looked at it and i'm the same as you i'm like oh, that's no good it doesn't look as good man. <laughs> no, it's no good compared to that which is <laughs> so it's so stupid but a lot of places uh, the good thing i will say knock <laughs> on wood is that uh right now i don't have the money to reserve it but yeah. a lot of places aren't gonna sell out right now yeah yeah like, especially with a lot of people pretty much the, I, from what i've seen the general even like on twitter because I'm, I'm i follow mezco and people comment underneath or whatever if i feel like a lot of people are on the same page with like uh i like it but i don't like it that much yeah i mean i do like they it say much. Yeah. Well, they say and then, you know those people say that but they're also like, the same like people it. check out yeah um <laughs> yeah but you know i've spent more on a figure uh yeah. so and with those things, what's cool is that you can customize them. So if you want to figure yeah. swap, whatever. So and I'm, like we've talked about before, those things have a pretty, pretty, pretty decent resale value. Yeah. 
for the most part. Comparatively, I mean, like you couldn't sell a Marvel Legends for no. the same price or anything, you know, worthwhile. No. As long as you can find someone who likes, you know, that yeah. if you're in that community, someone wants it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get it right now. I'm not hitting the checkout button right now, but I'll probably reserve it before too long because it doesn't yeah. come out until next July. Oh damn! That's the thing about. I cannot handle the delayed gratification. If I buy something, I want that shit like tomorrow. So, what do you think about the Doctor Fate that they came out with? It's cool. I don't know much about that. I I like all their stuff, man. I really do. I haven't seen. I saw. uh, I saw a Hellboy that I think Xavier Cow posted. It's a old. I guess it's an older one. And no, it just came out, but it's based on the movie from 2019. Oh man, it looks great. Uh, I don't even like that movie, but I think I'm gonna get that. Yeah, I, like I don't like that move. I don't like that movie, but that figure is great. Like, yeah. I, I I haven't seen a good Hellboy figure, so that's well, it's a good. That thousand toys one is pretty. pretty oh good. no, yeah, that one is good. Yeah, that one is really cool. <laughs> so that's. I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like those old school toys that came out from like the animated movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The ones that aren't really don't have any articulation or anything. Yeah, so that's on my Christmas list as well. Um, is the Ape Sapien from Thousand Toys? So I can just kind of. Hell yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we'll see. Anything else interesting came out? Those uh, Ninja Turtle <sighs> yeah, toys are going to be cool. Yeah, I'm curious to see that. It, it was funny. Uh, you know, uh, Dr. George in our group said like, oh, they'll be available at Target. It's like, none of that shit's ever available. I don't yeah. even know. I honestly have not I'll figured out. One, huh? one time I've seen those toys at Target. <laughs> I, I've never seen even where to buy them online. Like you'll see them on uh, online at Target, and it's like sold by somebody else, like on their marketplace. So yeah. I don't know how NECA works. I don't understand it. I don't. They're they, weird. They don't even have an online shop. Yeah. <laughs> that I've seen. I follow, I follow them on Twitter too, and they're just like they talk to everybody, and they're pretty casual. Like someone asked them about um, the the movie figures from the first movie. I think you, you have those ones. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, I get they get sold out everywhere. Is there any time you guys are gonna release them again? They're like, they've been online tons of times, man. So pretty much like, hey, it sucks to suck. Yeah, <laughs> like, we release it all the time. It's not my fault. You can't solve the Da Vinci Code to get them. Damn. So yeah, it's pretty pretty rough. Um, I did. I did, I got this today. It's kind of cool. The big guy. Oh yeah, the Devastator. And you know I- what it's called. Uh, he's just called Batman Earth Batman. One. That doesn't make sense. Um, but I really just wanted kind of a doomsday figure, and he's big. It's a big yeah. hunk of plastic. So that story is actually really cool too. I think you would like it. Maybe we can eventually read it. Yeah, that stuff. The whole Dark Knight metal and death metal and stuff. Just I gotta wait till it comes out all together. Yeah, so I got this today. That's cool. And. Uh, <laughs> So Xavier Cal had a Black Friday sale. Saw that. Are you frozen? No. What? I just saw that they had a. <laughs> uh, am you... I am. No, I'm. I'm looking at you. you just oh, you're not moving. I, I, thought you're not you moving. Said, I thought you said hold up, and so I was. Oh no! <laughs> it sounded like you said hold up, and I was like, "What's happening?" I said, I said I saw that. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if he's messing with you. 
<laughs> hold on be as still as possible <laughs> yeah hold on um, oh my god no they're having a black friday sale so uh i got i just fucking bought it i hate i hate it you're talking about addiction i got the so i have the samurai batman i think i'm gonna try to uh ninja batman i mean i have yeah. that uh sh figure arts version i think i'm gonna sell that because i bought the sendoku version so that's the one that has all the samurai gear like the two swords and like the bigger helmet mm. and the and the uh samurai armor they had it for 75 and i had a i had rewards points so oh, nice i got it for like 60 bucks and it, people are selling it for like um a lot more than that like 150 hell yeah you can't beat that man yeah i love it and maybe one of these days i will i don't know see i don't open things though that's my thing and i'm weird about keeping things locked up so then i would just have a bunch of boxes around there are plenty of people that don't open things man and it doesn't it won't even look cool (laughs) my problem really just waiting for my son to get a little older so it doesn't break everything (laughs) my problem with not opening things is the like like you can't see what's going on in the package you know what i mean uh like my unboxing videos of the mesco like when all that plastic's on there you can't see what it looks like you gotta open that shit up and it's not like comic books Ooh, forgive me it's not like comic books like i could read a comic book and put it back it's not the same thing like taking a toy out and then just sitting it in front of you and it's the appreciation comes over time rather than like reading a book and putting it up you know what i mean yeah i mean you can, <laughs> I, I guess know. i could but like for me if i'm gonna open it, i'm just gonna leave it out it's mm. not the same thing you know what i mean it's like well and that's the thing like there's still plenty of value in that no one's gonna sneeze at something it's like if you're it. yeah if you're adult owned adult owned displayed some people say vanilla poses to, so that the joint so they know the joints aren't all worn out um and then it's like my kids didn't spit on it and i don't smoke so yeah it's still worth it's still worth what it's worth (laughs) i like it any other toy news any other things that you see that uh, are coming out that you want to snag just every damn day man everything yeah um i did i pre-ordered those uh i think i talked about it last time the batman uh the one that's the bane build a figure and then, Ooh, yeah. and then I got the Gambit and uh, Rogue. When are those coming in? They're supposedly at the beginning of um, December. So nice. Yeah. All right. I think that's all the news we got. Oh, Mando Minutes. What'd you think about this last episode? Yeah. No, it was good. I, <laughs> I can't remember what happened, honestly. It was so they attacked that, like, he went back oh. to his, yeah um his friends his old friends his old friends car dune's gotten a little thicker i think mm. no it's all that hate it's all that hate she's pumping into her body <laughs> yeah no, i'm not not that is not i don't mean that mean and i don't mean that for in a mean way but um i thought it was cool i liked the here's one problem i had with that and i mentioned it uh to nicole so they have this bay where the scout troopers come out on their speeder bikes you know and they go yeah. down and the first thing that happens and one of them hits an outcropping and blows up and blows and up dies. another one. And all I can think of, they didn't make them like a road or something. Like, 
they were so confident. Yeah, that was the plan. (laughs) That was so confident in their skills that (laughs) they was like, fuck it, they're expendable. I thought that too. I was like, there's no way they're supposed to be doing that. (laughs) I was like, that's just the dumbest (laughs) thing ever. Right. Uh, But otherwise, I liked it. I, you know, it's kind of cheesy, but it was. Yeah. A lot of people complain about fillers, but I feel like you need to have them in these shows. Yeah. And it's not like, no, it's not completely useless. It's not like he goes off on a mission with, you know, it's totally out of context. Nothing that you've ever known before. It's, it's, it's all in context. You have to, you can't just go from big moment to big moment to big. It, it, yeah. it wouldn't be long enough. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I feel like that scene was really weird, but a lot of cool moments. It was uh it was, it was a fun episode. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I can't, I have nothing bad to say about that show honestly it's it's good it is better than all except for empire and rogue one as far as and return of the jedi which i really like uh i like return of the jedi too yeah among all those movies it's still better than than those three so you know i think it really does a lot of good for the star wars universe i agree and that has been the mando minute and that may have actually been a minute it was close. I was trying. I had a lot of things to say, but I was just like, yeah, just shut up. It's a filler <laughs> episode. Next week, the episode's going to be, is supposedly called, or this week, the episode's supposedly called The Jedi. So we might be seeing Ahsoka. Might be seeing some space wizards. Super Ahsoka. So I don't know. <laughs> a joke. I've been working on that. So. Super Ahsoka. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs> Oh, man. We're going to take a moment to listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, 
Go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Are you on the hunt for awesome collectibles or custom figures? Well, look no further than SaviorCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. They have everything from Figma to Gunpla and great custom repaints and sculpts. They sent us a 30-minute mission model kit, and we loved it. Follow XavierCal underscore CC on Instagram or search them on Facebook for the latest sales and pre-order info. That's X-A-V-I-E-R-C-A-L customsandcollectibles.com. All right, welcome back. Thank you guys for listening to those ads. And if you didn't, you're a jerk. Yeah. This section of the podcast, we are going to do our world famous comic book reviews. World famous. World famous. Talked about just in forests and jungles and <laughs> all kinds of places all you, around the world. You hear birds singing. That's them talking yeah, that's about them our talking about the latest episode and our <laughs> world class review. Yeah, but you don't understand it because they're birds. Yep, and they don't understand us. They just <laughs> because they're birds. They're just so excited. Oh, it's because it has week... to do with bread, and they love bread. That's it. It's the toast. That, now we know. <laughs> yeah, we figured it out. <laughs> this week, which is weird, this is totally unintentional. We have another book from Mark Millar. In fact, Simon probably didn't notice it until it sounds like earlier. No, I noticed. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I second week in a row. <laughs> no, not intentional. I had no idea. Chrononauts is, a, it, is the book we're reviewing. It's an image book. It's illustrated by Sean Gordon Murphy, which we've done a book of his before. <laughs> oh, just imagine. It's an image book. You know, it's got pictures in it. <laughs> yeah, it's got all images, in case you're wondering. Oh, my God. And this is a book. Again, these are books every week, pretty much, that I have just always wanted to read, but never got mm. around to reading. So it's kind of like I'm for, forcing myself to read these books. Uh, I, I really like Sean Gordon Murphy's art style. So uh, I read P- Punk Rock Jesus, and I really like that book. Mm. His, Bat- his Batman books, I like a lot. And so this one caught my eye. In fact, it has a sequel book, 
called uh, Future Shock, I think. Mm. And it's illustrated by uh, a guy named Eric Canetti. And he's also very, very good. He has a very distinct style as well. So we might get around to reading that one day. Cool. Yeah, you had sent me this. They had the first issue for free. And you had sent Mm -hmm. me that in PDF a while ago. Yeah. Um, And of course, I didn't read it. Yeah, me either. In fact, I sent it and I didn't read it. So... (laughs) (laughs) Um, so this book, again, written by Mark Millar, illustrated by Sean Gordon Murphy. This is basically a tale of two bros. Yeah, like, super bros. Think, of, think about like Top Gun. Like, <laughs> bros, they're geniuses, which is, which is cool. You know, even though they don't act like, well, one of them doesn't act like genius. He acts like a typical blonde bro. You. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so they create time travel or discover time travel right yeah and they're going to use it for the good of all mankind this is the thing this is their life's work but then that just doesn't happen one of them gets trapped the other one goes out and saves them and the it's televised which i thought was cool yeah and uh everything goes wrong and right and wrong again and then mm-hmm. ends up being okay but i'd like to know before we talk about it your initial thoughts uh you can see the mark millar in there definitely mm-hmm. um but it was a lot of fun i'll yeah. say that i know that sounds generalized but i enjoyed reading it there i did have some nagging thoughts that my mind was trying to like make it deeper than it was yeah yeah. You yeah. Know? but it's on this it's just a surface level book it's yeah four issues it's just kind of fun to read and move on yeah it's that's exactly how I feel. It was very it was refreshing in a sense that like nowadays most books are have a lot of underlying things, whether it be political or mm-hmm. you know some sort of economic stance in it or something like that, and it tries to be overly deep. This one's not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millar usually writes these like dark and kind of gritty books, and he tries to push it like we talked last week. This one I felt like he was just having fun with. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of like old school comic books that didn't make any sense. Yeah. Because throughout this entire book, it's just like, mm, like we talked about before this, you were saying you were trying to figure out like, well, they're messing this up. They're messing this up. Messing <laughs> yeah. Imagine what it's doing to the future. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, uh, it kind of reminded me of like British TV shows like this. And mm-hmm. I only say that, when you look at a lot of comics, they're like the office, the US version. They try mm-hmm. to put out, they want to make this thing last as long as possible. It's a moneymaker, yeah. it's popular. They, you know, they want to, but the English version of the office was like, what, three seasons? Maybe. Maybe. I think it's two. Um, and, you know, it was what it was and they move on. They move on. Yeah. Uh, and then Americans bastardize whatever, even though I love the office. But um, I love it. did I, go on too long, though. Yeah, it did. Um, but you know, it, it the, every time there's an uh, American version of a British TV show, this is like one season, eight seasons. You know, it's always like yeah. ridiculous. So that's kind of how I felt about this book. Like it was just long enough. That's all you needed. Yeah. Um, it's four issues. Again, there were no heavy stakes, really. Like there were minor stakes in it, but like it was so all over the place. Legitimately, like from panel to panel, it was like we don't care about yeah. world building. We don't care about consequence. Mm-mm. Like 
there's only like four characters that really are even named i think or something yeah. like but they do a really good job at that the minor characters having enough emphasis that you recognize them like at the even at the end of the book but like the gravity of it's not really important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so issue one starts out with the main character corbin quinn he's a hard workaholic dr quinn he, medicine man. <laughs> medicine medicine man he figures out time travel they first put out satellites and watch the was it the civil war yeah mm-hmm. and then they decide him and his buddy who is from mit or whatever they turn it into suits then they are going to do their test run first corbin goes back you know he you get a brief history of his life just in a phone call his wife left him for some lawyer because he worked too much and mm-hmm. his dad died. You get all of this in like one page, which I thought was good. Yeah. Cause you don't always need like deep, deep, deep background on stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he gets stuck and his buddy freaks out. This is the first time this has ever happened in history, this whole event, time travel and everything. So they're trying to figure out what to do. They decide the only other guy that's suited to go is the guy that's been working on it with them. We'll send him back. I thought I thought it was great. I didn't find it interesting in that first issue. Like he's like, I'm gonna go back, and there's automatically a dude sticking a gun in his face. Like, no. Yeah, that was weird. That was Mark Millar. Like you were talking about. That's damn escalate. That's him in that situation. Like he has to have guns in his in his books. Yeah, he has to be overly aggressive. Yeah, I did. uh, I found it funny that that character like. I don't notice a lot of distinctive qualities in a lot of characters, but I think that that security guy definitely was supposed to look like Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, That's yeah, what he looked sure. like to me. For sure. Um, he was a no-nonsense guy. Yeah, he was hardcore. It, <clears throat> so his buddy goes back in time to save him. And he's like, don't, you know, he's the typical just douchey, overconfident guy. He's like, don't worry, I'll be back in no time. And mm-hmm. he goes, and I thought it was great. The first thing that happens as soon as he crosses over, he gets shot. through with an through his leg with an arrow yeah it was great and there's so Ah! much happening in that scene that i didn't really notice i just thought that he get planted in the middle of war which that's it yeah but then he gets shot it looks like he gets shot in the chest with the arrow and then it ends i think he just gets shot in the the leg and the dude like the guys in the the so there's like the the moguls so that's what he said like the mongols coming on their horses and then they swoop in with these like jeeps and shit with mounted mm-hmm. guns kill all these mongols and then yeah, see, that happens in issue two because at the end of issue one the last page he just says shit and it ends oh okay and then the next issue starts out with these jeeps rolling through and these helicopters and just like yeah. mowing down all these I always guys. skip ahead i always skip ahead in our discussions i because they all because we read it as a collection like yeah i, I read it as a trade too i don't ever notice the chapter two um but yeah no i don't think he ever gets hit in the chest i know he just gets fucking punched in the jaw yeah yeah yeah. that's what happened yeah um it's yeah so issue two is just it's kind of a lot to take in right at the beginning because like you said there are those mongols which are in on horses and shit like that but then out of nowhere you see jeeps and you see guns and then you see helicopters and and jets and things you're just like what yeah, what I love about those Jeeps is like one of them looks like a Humvee and the other one's just like this bright yellow Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a Jeep. One thing I forgot to mention is in issue one at the very beginning, which kind of sets them on this path of time travel is they find these old ruins, like pyramids or just ma- you know mausoleums or whatever they call them. 
and they bust they break inside finally and there's a giant jet inside of it a, and yeah. then other miss other things that have been missing over the years yeah f14 tomcat <laughs> yeah so is it i wonder was it them that put that there or i kind of wonder because i don't think they ever met, referenced it again they did not the only other thing that he yeah in the last issue they kind of referenced something that happened in the past and then he found it later like mm-hmm. he like waited it out and found it by yeah, traveling yeah, yeah. but yeah no they don't I don't remember them referencing that. I was talking about that because I was kind of confused by that. But uh, so yeah, the second issue, they they he gets punched and then they take him. They're like hey, they're about to kill and they're like, hey, what do we do with all the you know the uh, hostages or whatever survivors? And then just like kill them all. He says his name and he's like, oh my gosh, the king has been waiting for you. They take him to the king, which is his friend, mm-hmm. who was just basically tr- went over there and was like, you know what, fuck that. I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah. He he doesn't have he doesn't have family to look forward to. His wife left him. Yeah, he's just hmm. apparently these batteries, again, I failed to mention this, these batteries on these time travel devices last for one hundred years. Hmm. So he's just like, I just do whatever I want. And then like his friend finally meets him. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Like he's the voice of reason, which is weird. And he's like, you know, it's like they switch kind of for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, dude, you could mess up all kinds of things. He's like, you know what? I don't, I don't care. <laughs> it's like I'm not going back, so it doesn't matter to me. Like, I solved this problem. And he's just like, you should hang out with me. Just turn your thing off so they can't track you, and let's hang out. And you think like, oh, he's gonna be the good guy, but he's like, no, fuck it. You're right. Yeah. You're right. yeah. <laughs> and then they hop in this car. And they just go to all these different time periods where this guy has built all these tiny lives for himself. And nobody seems surprised that he's driving this like old ass roadster. Yeah, through yeah. all the all through the time. Egypt, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was it was strange, and immediately I thought like, so the end of this book is going to be about the future being destroyed or something like that mm-hmm. because these are you know you always see time travel movies where the tiniest thing yeah completely that, changes the entire world it was like as much as i liked the book every time something was happening i was like <laughs> like and um, he was doing big changes yeah he was like oh these people call me the pharaoh i'm all, I'm also the you know the head of the such and such shogunate i'm just you know i'm just doing whatever i want i've invested a lot of money in these stocks in the you know 40s or whatever i'm, just, I'm basically building an empire it's just like you would ruin mm-hmm. the future. Yeah, it was kind of funny that he wasn't just the you know he wasn't just building a kingdom in the time that uh, his friend found him. He was like he had all this. He was diversifying in the and most every ludicrous time, way. Yeah, yeah. And he had a chart built up with all these different girlfriends he had. He was just like it was it was a big character change for me to see him do that. Yeah. Know? But again, at that point while reading this, I was just like you know who cares anymore well excuse me sorry uh one thing he does mention is that he had been waiting for four years and that's when he started building up so i think it was one of those things where he would he was sitting there and he was like and maybe he was doing some things in that interim but he was probably like you know what what do i have to go back for i was lost and now i figured out that i can do this and that and you know whatever so that's true and you kind of get a small hint of he has this um, loyal leader of their army. Mm-hmm. And in the panel, you get like a small hint that he doesn't actually like uh, Corbin as much as he thinks he does. And then that plays out in issue three. Because uh, issue three 
is that where um the one of the girl one of his girlfriends finds out that he has you know multiple girlfriends and then tells her gangster boyfriend and then they go to kill him but it's like you start to see they're all their time travel antics they're doing they're doing all these things that was his buddies with them they're doing all kinds of things there at one point i thought it was really funny and cool uh they're at a craps table and he's like who are you nodding to and he's like oh that's us in the past right or yeah, us writing gonna, down the numbers yeah they're gonna come <laughs> to back win. and do it tomorrow yeah yeah it, i thought that was cool that was another Man. one i was like you're not supposed to look at yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys should be exploding right now <laughs> it was cool man they're like rewriting songs apparently one of them uh danny riley he was he wrote he created harry potter yeah he, he, he created breaking, breaking bad <laughs> breaking bad harry potter he was in he wrote all the beatles songs and he was uh-huh. currently in the smiths firing morrissey who's the lead yeah. singer of the smiths which was funny which again that would be huge <laughs> be a yeah. huge thing and then he gets a letter from himself saying that his friend's dead uh to meet him here at a certain time or whatever with a fast car the gangsters are about to kill him but then the security guard from the which i thought was weird that they built those time travel suits so fast for those guys yeah, well, they had spares, I think. Okay. Sent the heavily armed security staff, like heavily armed security staff, through time, and uh, they just ripped through the the so the gangsters. Mm-hmm. Jumps out the window, and then they start just running through time, getting chased yeah. by these guys, which I thought was fun. One thing I've noticed is that, Sh- uh, what's his name, Sean Gordon Murphy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He really loves to draw cars. He draws cars, cars more better than he draws people, and yeah. I I really like how he draws people. Yeah, and he you can tell he has a real passion for it because, like in Batman White Knight, you could tell what was going on with these cars. Like he he was really enjoying it, and this one like specific models that was like a Ferrari. I don't I don't know what the model is, but that's like yeah. a nineties eighties nineties Ferrari that he was driving. And it has more detail than any of his other images. <laughs> Everything else has sort of a loose yeah, style. Yeah, he really likes to draw cars, which was cool. Yeah, uh, it's neat to see that. This time travel thing was very cool. The chase was great. Um, at one point, they make it to Dallas, Texas, no, before yeah. Kennedy gets shot, and this guy lands on the hood. And he, they, you know, he, he has a good shot on him. But then he ends up getting shot instead of JFK. Yeah. Which I thought was great. I love that one panel of uh, Oswald. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It was good. So that issue is basically about them trying to get away from the security guards. And they end up going back to their, the place that they met, the kingdom, this first kingdom or whatever. And they're like, hey, man, take this suit and tell the, the head warrior to take it far away. There was, so there is one part. Uh, so when the gangster corners Dr. Quinn, uh, he mm. destroys his suit. So there's only one yeah. suit left. Yeah. So going on to this next point, uh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, which is cool, which is good that they reference that because if they didn't reference it in the beginning, the first uh, issue, they say that they could take the entire room with them if they wanted to with the suit. Mm-hmm. But then, so you don't need... They don't, both don't individually need suits to, to take someone with them. Right. Which is, again, just basically just them covering their bases. Like, we know none of this matters. Yeah. We have, like, a loose... Small inference <laughs> yeah. that this will be okay. Yeah. And so there's one suit. He gives that last suit, because I guess they're tracking them through the batteries. So um, they give it to their 
the the head soldier and it was like take it far away but then come to find out he was like hey man i've been trying to figure out how to steal this damn suit from you for years and you just gave it to me so you're dead you have to show me or you show me how to use it or i'm gonna kill you guys now and then they're like well if i can kill him and i'll take his friend because his friend knows just as much as he does so he's dead and then we're gonna chop your friend's dick off at first it's <laughs> yeah, like the first thing he said yeah i was like damn man he said he was a specialist in interrogation at whatever wherever he was before yeah so that was fun i thought that was a good twist um and then which it didn't lose me but it was like i thought it was cool that he was like okay well i have an iq of this and started bragging about being smart he's like i'm not gonna get fucking eaten by a dog <laughs> yeah so they yeah they throw him into the pits of their kingdom to get eaten by these wolves and he's you know gets a skull and like smashes up these wolves and scares the rest away and then just kind of journeys right mm-hmm. and he starts talking about the the journey he's having he's talking about what he's doing uh he's going here he's going there and then uh kind of learning discovering mm-hmm. and then he, it's, he's telling his story to someone it's like well wouldn't your friend be dead he's like yes but you know i'm gonna save him I'm going to go back and save him, which was another weird thing in my eyes with the story. Like, why wouldn't he just go back before they were ever, yeah. you know? But anyway, he goes and he basically discovers, I guess, where one of those security guys had been killed. See, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if it was because it was a black, it was the black suit, like yeah. the security guys. So I was wondering if it was just like one of the random ones that got killed yeah i i guess i think so because i don't they did, remember they did a really good job at like you said just sprinkling little like uh that's not important we're just going to cover it up because mm-hmm. they, they wrap this story up it's only four issues they wrap it up in this last issue so you're thinking like man these security guards have been chasing them the whole time but like in one page at the beginning of this issue they wrap it up because uh they go to the prehistoric times and they get chased <laughs> by dinosaurs yeah. they all get killed and the last guy the guy that looks like tom lee jones is like just give me a second to recuperate and i'm gonna go kill him yeah i'm gonna be right there i know where they're at and then he gets just stepped on yeah, by it's, it's just like you know what we're gonna that story thread is is done yeah they're like <laughs> it just is you go get him we're so happy and he's just dead and they're like hello so <laughs> Yeah, it had to have been it had to have been one of the guys since the batteries only last a hundred years. It had to have been someone that dropped. I don't even know, you know. Yeah, because he had calculated it out that there were 47. He said, I calculated it. If I'm right, then it's 47 more years left or something like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's just a background character and one of the jumps they were doing when they were escaping. Yeah. Uh, but cool. I like the that idea. Was cool. I, yeah, it was cool. I always loved the idea of like burying something. Like there was a Futurama episode like that where they go to Area 51 and Bender mm-hmm. gets sucked into the black hole. I don't oh, because of the microwave or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just go find him in the future. I love yeah. stuff like that. Me too. Um, so I thought that was kind of a neat touch. And I didn't expect it. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's yeah. very cool. And then it goes right back to just being zany, not giving a shit about like repercussions of time. Yeah. Which I which I ended up at this point, I liked that. Because every movie or any sort of, you know, science fiction that comes out about time travel, it's, it stresses how yeah. delicate it is and everything like that. And that's just like a, a main theme of all of them. 
And this one, he's just like, you know what? Not I don't to even. That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> I don't care about that. I, not that I don't care about what you're drinking. It's just <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Mark Millar is like, yeah. I don't care about that, man. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I, I appreciated that too. And my my brain was like rebelling against how loosey goosey it was, but yeah. I, you know, it's nice to just be able to read something without. Yeah. Even if something that's as, as technical as like time travel it's nice to read something like that and just be boop, okay well because yeah a lot of science fiction with time travel it also tries to over uh overdo it on the science it tries to have overly realistic science with it they try to over explain each other so every yeah. time that like avengers endgame you know like that one's talking about how stupid back to the future back to the future is. yeah and every other one is like that wouldn't work because of this yeah out mathing each other or something but this one's just like who cares yeah <laughs> i use this portal thing it makes me go through exactly and he goes uh, and then he starts rebuilding his army or, or reassembling his army throughout the times yeah and uh, and it was really cool because they go there he catches up to um they chase him he's like you can't you hate they hide behind this door or whatever he's like this door is a foot thick you can't get behind you can't get through and he's like i'll be right back and he's like, get down. And then he's like, by the time you get here, we're going to kill him. He's like, well, I'm fucking, you know, a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> and so he phases out, comes back with the, like, it looks like the Tomcat again. Well, this is actually, it's actually, because I was confused too, but it's like a, it's like a, a VTOL vehicle, like a Harrier or the F-25 oh. or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just hovering and shooting a hole in the wall. Oh, okay. See, I didn't, I didn't pay too much attention to it. I was just like, that's fucking cool. Because <laughs> I was kind of, I was like, so he's like flying in? It took me a second to, like, there's one panel where you kind of see it hovering. Uh, but it's, again, there's some logic removed in, in that. Like, why yeah. wouldn't he go before they're even captured? Why wouldn't he go yeah. to that time? Or why would he just be inside the like? Oh, they're gonna go behind that door. Yeah, I'm just gonna be in there. <laughs> yeah, he could go back. Yeah, exactly. He could go back in time and predict that's gonna happen. Why get a jet? You know, helicopters exist. <laughs> why not? Noir, man. Yeah, you know, whatever. I guess it's fun. And they washed it away. There was no, there is no dramatic battle between the antagonist and the protagonist. They, I like it because it's like this guy crashes in mm-hmm. with all these weapons. Dude, that ancient warrior is dead yeah he's done <laughs> and then they this leads you to i was thinking like okay no this is done but what happens now they're gonna go to the future and everything's gonna be gone and well his buddy's like hey man we gotta fix this shit mm-hmm. <laughs> like we gotta fix this shit like there's he says there's samurai riding in a tank over there like this <laughs> shit is gonna be it's fucked like up. doing it with we'll be, me we'll it's like it's gonna be fucked up when we go back there and and you know he's kind of sad about his life he still doesn't want to go back to his life which is weird but mm-hmm. then he's like hey man listen back to the future you can be in two places at once you just you keep working and then you can also be in all these other situations and i'll fix everything like captain america did in, in fucking endgame they yeah. don't show it it's just gonna go off panel and fix everything right uh and they did and they went back and they got the Napoleon footage and then they were just, they were heroes. <laughs> Christopher Columbus, yeah. like Christopher Columbus. Like they make fun of it too. It's like, he's yeah. a little chubbier. It's like, he's Italian. I'm like, that's yeah. a little racist. <laughs> and then he's fat. Yeah, he's yeah. fat. He like falls over like an idiot. And I really thought that that was going to end differently. Like when they were going to fix time, I thought they were going to like fucking 
snipe his ass but they just yeah. wanted footage and it it was weird because that kind of fixed everything with the agency and that was something i missed as far as then him then them going back and like fixing things uh-huh. did that put them back on the right path with the people that they were working with because they wanted them. i wondered that i wondered that too and i guess it did i like maybe they went back and kind of stopped themselves from doing all this shit that i imagine that's the only way they could yeah um anyway or they or they came back right before so like he goes away and it's like 40 minutes or whatever and then they're they make the decision to send the security guards or whatever they come back before then so like where yeah. the, you know before the conversation where they're like hey man are you really considering like before all of that they just come back before then yeah i guess so yeah i mean other things were changed like that chick that he was randomly in love with the danny yeah. guy she was dating. she was married to tommy lee jones yeah and that's the thing about that's what your mind starts like overanalyzing yeah overanalyzing because you you think like okay all that shit still happened yeah. But now they're back here. So there's a pocket dimension where all that shit's still happening. Yeah. Time travel. And then man. it just ends. Yeah. It just ends happy ending. Like legit, he has a baby now. He's back with his wife. This poor guy that was married to his wife and probably loved him is yeah, probably, doc- hang, probably hung himself. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Quinn is very happy. Uh, the <laughs> other guy gets socked in the balls by some kids. <laughs> yeah. Which is just, and it, and it ends with him just saying shit. He's just like, yeah. well, shit. Well, shit. <laughs> and it ends. And I was like, you know what? That was honestly refreshing to read. Because mm-hmm. it, 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 at the end, out of overanalyzing and everything like that, it's just like, you know what? That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was an interesting, you know, for four issues. It was. Didn't, you know, six issues would have been too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, even five issues would have been too much. This was perfect. They just, glossed over everything that didn't really matter and it was just like a, a bro comedy yeah it was they're, they're so they're very much uh bill murray and ghostbusters like that kind of scientist you know yeah this guy's just, like i made smart. it tight fitting so it's sexy <laughs> it was like, yeah. talking about yeah, it's this. like this guy's an mit he's just like oh yeah uh i don't make mistakes <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. that's what they that's what he said they reference messing up the timeline once it was like or do you have any worries about messing with the timeline? He's like, ah, we don't do mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? He's definitely, yeah, he's definitely um, Val Kilmer in Top Gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's that that characterization. Yeah, for sure. But so it's great. There is a sequel book called Future Shock. I mentioned that already, which I skimmed through the first issue. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, they go back to the agency i guess they i mean it makes sense they still work there yeah you know but then future versions like it gets into bill and ted there you know territory the future versions themselves is like hey we got offered a job in the you know 83rd century so we came to try to talk our families into letting us go do that and then that kind of where they go to the future to check it out and it kind of leads into that mm. so mm. i only got like i said i thumbed through the first issues so i might read it yeah Where'd you, Eric Kennedy has a good on, style. Was it on Hoopla? Uh, no, I didn't use Hoopla. I used the internet. Oh, rich man. <laughs> rich man over here using the internet. Oh, man. <clears throat> no, you can read. The good thing about Image is that they put the first issues of all their books online. So you can go to imagecomics.com 
and read issue one of Chrononauts and I think Future Shock. Wow, it's almost like Image should sponsor us. Yeah, they should. We've done a lot of their books. Image. We actually, I think we actually can. I think there's a thing that we could apply for. I think we should do that. We should do it. We should do We're it. coming for you, Image. We're coming. <laughs> All right, so now um, I still don't have this. I need. I, I want to get this thing printed and just put it on my fucking computer. You need to say at least save it in a good location, man. I do. I have it in the Discord. I just should have pulled it up. Put it in an album. But see, I, I get to I save so many random pictures, and I have so many albums. It's just like then I have to thumb through those. I got it in the FAQs. Boom! It's in the perfect spot right there. For anyone listening, go to our Discord and look at the FAQ. Yeah, it's right. <clears throat> Sorry, it's right there. <laughs> so good, so good. Before we get to, uh, we didn't talk about. It. So the story-wise, I enjoyed it. It was fun. What did you think about the art? No, oh, I love it. I mean, like that's I almost can't say anything more than what I said about Batman White Knight. Um I, mm-hmm. I really liked it. The colors were a little orangey for me, which I think he in did. This? Yeah, and he honestly did the same in White Knight. Um but uh Sean is it Sean Murray or Murphy? Murphy. Murphy. I Sean Gordon Murphy. Yeah, I I enjoy his drawing style. I really like yeah, his- it a lot. Uh, I know that his coloring, the coloring style is consistent. I, I don't know if he does his own colors, but it is consistent with. I don't know everything it's, he's done. It's great, but I, I agree. It's it's like a softer kind of pastel look to it. I'm mm-hmm. usually I like dark, deep, you know, popping colors. Yeah, it's very it warm. But yeah, it works with this. And Excuse me, lots of heavy lines. I I, I love his artwork, man. It's yeah. simple. It's simple. Detail is more in the environment, which I really like. Like the computers and technology, the cars, the, you know, the yeah, energy whenever they were going in and out of time. All of that stuff really pulls you into the book for me. It honestly reminded me of, and I'm I'm searching something. Sorry for the typing noise. Uh, it reminded me of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, mm-hmm. That artist. Um, he Ooh. he puts a lot into the extraneous Kevin O'Neill. Oh, he puts okay. a he puts a lot into the extraneous like features. Like you'll see little things he didn't notice before. Um, a lot of cross hatching, a lot of very loose lines, but very deliberate yeah. lines. Um, and I and I think that uh, there's a lot of that in Sean uh, Murphy's work. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, we obviously we talk about it all the time. We're we're fans of his work, so mm-hmm. that's good. Let's get into the review. Simon's first, always. It's bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll give it a. Based on this, I prefer my my toast a little crunchy, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna give it a G five. Okay, good, 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 good. I was going to give it a uh, F4. For me, that'd be good. Like, it's got a little bit left to it. I, mm-hmm. I, it's not that I wanted more. It's just... It's a very it simple was, story. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. Um, I, don't say the, I don't think there's anything wrong with F5. Yeah. I was expecting... 
I don't know what I was expecting. We yeah. read Mark Millar last week, and it was like a deep story. Deep. And what did we read last week? I don't remember. I, don't remember, <laughs> I, don't I, remember. I remember the story Huck. was deeper. Huck. Yeah, Huck. Huck had a lot of meaning to it. You know, tugged at your heartstrings, all kinds of stuff. This one was, I feel like, the exact opposite. Like, yeah. There were a few moments in it, but this one was action, comedy, bromance. Yeah, 100%. All right. We did it. So those are our grades. Let us know what you guys think about it. And, um, man, we'll see you guys next time.